there is no reason why I would want to do this episode. Uh, the first season is over. In the can, disseminated, debated, and hopefully enjoyed. Uh, I was gearing up for the start of season two, when the one thing I believe so improbable as to be impossible actually happened. I dropped my plans and decided that one more episode for season one was needed. And on this episode, your fun, lovable, laughing voice in the void will not be holding his tongue in check. So fair warning to listeners, the lone wolf is in control today. Sensitive listeners are advised. I'm Jake Alexander, and this is the Tweakle Podcast, a one-shot edition. There will be no list today. There will be no joy or fun in my voice, and I am not in any way laughing. So the Tweakle Podcast was started to simply have fun conversations about whatever interested me at that particular time. I was adamant about keeping politics to the bare minimum. I always, always was going to joke about politics in my own haphazard way. But I was never going to go whole hog into a political topic. That's just not what I wanted. But I'm also the one who stated many times that on occasion there would be a need to have certain conversations that were going to be very uncomfortable and went starkly away from the fun of anime, pop culture, and the general love of my own blackness. We have one of those little talks in front of us today. So I find myself, like many of you, just simply stunned and saddened by the events that took place on January 6th in our nation's capital. See, I thought the events of last summer would prove to be the low point of my lifetime, uh, politically anyway, and somehow that those events could somehow be a genesis to a, a like a newer reality. But 2021 has dared to just be just as abominous as her predecessor and show us the true face of America that 2020 was trying its damnness to like diligently hide. So make no mistake about it. What we saw on January 6th was a riot. And that is the true face of this country. You can debate me all you want. Uh, it's the face of ignorance and the face of want and the face of corruption and scandal. That's just how we are. It's the face that just exudes hate and that is buried in the genetics and DNA of this country. I mean, for far too long, it has been in plain sight, but willful ignorance and plain stupidity keep skewing arguments to that fact. And as such, many have wept and tragedies go untold and unjustified and unreconciled. So let's get to the brass tacks. All right. Um, what we saw in D.C. was an insurrection. If you don't know what that means, look it up. I have no time to tell you what it is. The, this was a failed coup d'etat. These uh, members of this new unorganized vanilla ISIS are nothing more than terrorists. Domestic or foreign, I do not differentiate. So not since 1814, which that was during the course of the War of 1812, the, when the British waltzed in and burned down damn near all of D.C., has there ever been... So if you call yourself a citizen of this country or a patriot, then these assholes that stormed the Capitol building are your enemy. And you sure as hell better see them as such. White, black, Hispanic, Asian, I, I don't give a shit. Whatever they are. They're traitors. And they deserve to be charged with high treason. And I'm not going to accept anything less. So, I mean, honestly, how could I? If the actions of last summer were met, were met with cause of arrests and trials and that those protesters were... And those protesters were called traitors and terrorists. Then what in the hell should we be calling these idiots? They are no different. If wrong was done for burning down a police station and a, and a damn target, then surely destroying the Capitol building in that manner and the death of a Capitol damn police officer, that should engender the same fucking response. Blue Lives Matter, I thought I heard y'all a bunch of y'all say last year. Well, uh, isn't that what we said? 
Is that not the response we heard from the peanut gallery? Does the life of Eugene Goodman matter? Or, you know, if you don't know who that is, that was a solo black officer that faced down the mob. He kept running up the stairs trying to lead these idiots away from the Senate floor, trying to protect all the senators and, and the Congress people that were in there. So is he a hero? Or is he or is the word hero only reserved for white faces in the blue uniform? OK, so how about Brian Sicknick? You don't know who that is? Well, look up the name because he was hit over the head with a fire extinguisher. He died a day or so later from his injuries after that. So I guess his life only mattered when he was keeping us niggas in check for sure, huh, Massa? Is, is that what you're telling me? So he and only a handful of others, why they were only so little, they were left to their fates uh, after calls from inside Congress and the Oval Office gave the order to let the rioters in. So one man is traumatized and another man is dead. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm only going through all this particular thing is because the same people that stormed the Capitol and they were terrorizing and murdered an officer who was simply doing his job. So these were the same ones that were all last summer screaming blue lives matter. Well, I, I can see that that isn't exactly true. So another officer I found out was uh, injured after getting caught in between a door uh, after he was trying to keep the mob out, but he got caught in the door between his guys trying to keep the door shut and the mob trying to rip the door open. So he got caught in the door in the tug of war. And uh, the video shows him screaming and, and his own officers trying to get them to uh, ease off. But, you know, they weren't listening. The mob wasn't listening at all. The, all they were worried about were the same same ignorant shit that they were already doing. You got calls to lynch Vice President Pence and other echoes and other violent uh, chants throughout the Capitol halls. You know, memorabilia such as like paintings and the speaker's podium and government documents, for God's sake, were stolen. Windows were broken and the doors were ripped off hinges. And, and at, in the middle of it all, a female rider gets shot in the neck and she dies. And all in all, it's just carnage and just absolute mayhem and destruction. So who's to blame for this fiasco? Well, I mean, obviously, it, the, the blame starts with Trump, right? That's, that's, that's obvious. There's no arguing that. I mean, it was his damn words that emboldened those, those idiots in the first place. An hour and a half of him speaking, or damn near an hour and a half of him speaking, and him telling them, yeah, you go directly down and I'll march with you. But he didn't do that, did he? No, as soon as they started walking, he hopped, in, he hopped his fat ass in, the, uh, in his motorcade and went back to the White House to watch how it all unfolded. So he's not the only one. I was Rudy Giuliani who also spoke. He's directly, in, he's directly responsible for inciting the mob as well. Uh, the blame lays at the feet of every Congress congressional member that kept pushing to decertify the election of Joe Biden, which is where most of this all began. Those same members of Congress, yeah, they were directly in harm's way inside the halls, inside the Capitol building. Some of them were trying to certify the election and just to be done with it. And the others were trying to decertify it and, and vote the opposite way. But yeah, they were directly in harm's way. I guess they didn't think that part through. And there's so much blame to go around. It would take me literally another full episode to properly list all of the television news outlets and political figures and celebrity talking heads. And I, I, ref I refuse. I will not list them. For five years, so many have warned that something like this was possible and would eventually happen. So many warned of how dangerous Trump and his supporters could and would be, but very few people actually listened. So your outcome was this unpatriotic shit show you got on January 6th. Well, congrats to them. This is idiocracy in its highest. So truly, truly, truly what disturbs me the most is the aftermath to come. Now, I expected that charges would be filed against as many of these subversives as you could possibly identify 
And from what I've seen, charges have been filed. But quite honestly, I don't expect many of them to serve a single day in jail. And honestly, I expect most of them to walk away without ever serving any time in jail. I've seen too much in my life to believe that they'd actually do that they would actually do the type of investigation that needs to be done. And the type of investigation that needs to be done is the same type of active manhunt in the same vein as the one that was conducted after the 9-11 attacks. These animals need to be hunted down, arrested, and have the full weight of the judicial system thrown at them. But as it isn't going to happen, is it? Because this mob was almost all white. And that's not what we do against whites who riot and intimidate through violence. History has shown that. You don't believe me? You forgot what happened in Charlottesville? Already. Right? You, you forgot that. I, shudder to, I, I really shudder to fathom to think that uh, how, many actually, how many people would actually be dead if that crowd had been black or majority black. Or, or if it was a lot more black faces in that crowd. And I dare you to tell me that, that the response would have been the same if that, crowd, if that crowd had been black or majority black. It would not have been the same. It would have been a hell of a lot more dead people than the three or four we have now. And, and hell, they probably wouldn't even have made it into the fucking rotunda. And honestly, the biggest victim in this going forward will be the integrity of the Constitution. Like, in particular, the First Amendment is going to be assaulted in, in days to come. You know, thanks to Trump, his supporters and their their collective bullshit over the past five years, the idea of freedom of speech will be scrutinized and sanitized and damn near completely wiped away. See, at the time of this recording, all major social media platforms have moved to ban Trump and many others from their sites. Uh, congratulations, folks. You're only, I don't know, maybe five years too fucking late. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, there have been calls for uh, like Google and Apple and all the other tech giants that give you apps to delist uh, apps like Parler, which have somehow or another been have become to be seen as pro-Trump. I don't know how, how that happened, but whatever. Uh, see, like, I don't support any of that whatsoever. Period. Outright. See, I'm not a Trump supporter, just like I'm not a Biden supporter. I didn't like him before. I mean, I don't like either one of them. And I've said it before uh, that this country needed to move swiftly away from the old white guy archetype for president and uh, official offices. See, if I had it my way, both would have been disqualified from public offices started starting 10 years ago. You know, their speeches, their speech and the way they talk is wholly different. I get that. But I and but truthfully, I, I defend their right to say and speak openly and without persecution. It's a fundamental right of, that we have that's outlined explicitly in the First Amendment. So, like, history has taught us by the blood of millions that allowing the silencing of some, you know, simply because they make us uncomfortable, it only leads to a darker fate. A fate in which eventually the citizenry, it, like, every single person in this country is, is soon to be silenced under a dictatorship. And I'm not having it. Democrat, Independent, Republican, Green Party, whatever. This should not stand as acceptable. It can't, period. Our only action in defeating the dark elements like Trump and like his damn supporters, you know, is to have that darkness, you know, brought into the light and confront it directly. So, I mean, in the days to come, this is this one horrible event will most likely explode into other numerous still horrible outcomes. I can see arrests and trials, both in court and in the court of opinion, think pieces in the media and social media posts. See, words are going to be bandied about as accusations fly and we will witness the crumbling of our society in front of us. Quite frankly, uh, my only hope is for the first time in my life that the judicial system gets it right. That these idiots that ran in the Capitol building, that, you know, that they realize that since they're going to turn to hate and chaos, that they finally realize that they have no place here anymore. 
that this country finally admits to its fallen grace and walk toward the greatness that has so long eluded it. Uh, I thank you all just for tuning in for this real quick episode. I didn't want to bore you and go too far away from what the Twinkle podcast really is. Uh, we'll get back eventually uh, for the start of season two. This is not part of season one. This is not part of season two. This is just a special episode. I figured I needed to say something. Um, and uh, hopefully when we get back, it's, it's get to get back to the reason for which I, you know, I intended and not for the reason I return now. But, um, until next time, God bless you, everybody. Please stay safe, stay sensible, you know, stay knowledgeable. Uh, I'm Jake Alexander, and I'll talk to you next time. Peace.